Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. Let's talk about DC Comics! You heard me right. You heard me right. We are talking about DC Comics. It's it's going down. There is some crazy stuff going on over there, and uh, and we're going to get into it. First, though, Stan, thank you so much. You're so good at the one thing that I ask you to do. You're You got it down, buddy. You've nailed it. Put the theme song at the beginning... And then fall asleep in the bathroom, high out of your mind. Nobody, nobody does it better. I don't think that's the the tune to that theme, James Bond, whatever. Uh, but Stan, you're the man. Huh. Anyway, uh, I, I want to let you guys know a couple of things uh, on the top here. You're gonna hear a fan, okay? You're gonna hear a fan. It's hot. It is hot in Pittsburgh, where I live, and there's a fan going, and you know what? Just, for the sake of me, just ignore it. Please ignore it. You may also hear a fountain. You Probably not. It seems pretty quiet today, but you might hear a fountain. That's for Watson. You know why? Kitties love water. It's a fact of nature. Do not argue science. Kitties love water. So ignore the fan for me and the fountain for Watson. Now, the loud bubbling sound uh, with air passing through it and the sublime blasting in the background, that's for intern Stan. That's what makes him happy. We're just going to let that go. All right? We're going we're gonna to let that be. I mean, we'll take care of you if you take care of us. It's a, it's a little agreement that we're going to have. Um, and to that end, I know a lot of you guys out there are DC Comics readers. And I'm sorely just not covering DC Comics. And I'm real sorry about that. But we're going to change that today. This very day. Let me tell you a story. It was not that long ago that I uh, read DC Comics avidly, frequently. I enjoyed them. I sought them out. I did. This is true. This flies in the face of all that you know about me if all that you know about me is from through this podcast. I, it's true. I used to read DC Comics. Uh, and then the new 52 happened. And I stopped reading DC Comics. There were things that I didn't agree with. There were quality issues. Uh, and some of the books went to a place that I didn't enjoy. Uh, specifically, you know, people's faces got cut off. I don't want to name names. Some faces got cut off. And you know what? That might have even been pre-New fifty, pre -new 52. Fine if it was. You don't have to point it out to me. I don't actually care. All you need to know is that was one of the steps that turned me off at DC Comics. But you know what? There's a big shake-up now. I've kind of kept up with what's going on. Uh through the news and through articles and everything like that, and uh, uh, haven't cracked a book, have not cracked a DC comic book in, in quite a long time, with the exception of what I've done for this very show. And uh, I have a vague idea of what's been going on. And you know what? I'm a little bit interested. The stuff with Superman where he lost his powers and he was tasting burritos, that was, that. I'm in, you know what? Great fantastic even the batman stuff jim gordman and jim gordon jim gordman that's having a stroke jim gordon as bunny batman sure big blue mech why not i love mechs and bunnies and batman how could it go wrong wonder woman i, I haven't heard good things about wonder woman i will level with you but that doesn't mean i'm not interested in wonder woman 
Justice League. Apparently, Justice League's been doing great stuff. Dark Side War. Everybody's becoming gods, sort of, one way or another. I'm interested enough to read now. I want to know if I should get back in. Now, recently, DC released a book called Rebirth, which is their you know new round of number ones and so on and so forth, and a, another line-wide uh, 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 reboot, as they like to do, except this one isn't called A Crisis. Hey, that's fine. That's A-OK. We're, it, it's, it's a brand new world where Marvel is guilty of it, too. Sure. Let's reboot our histories, sort of, maybe. So I said to myself, self... Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to read DC Comics again. Maybe it's maybe 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 they're they're returning to the form that, that you uh, enjoyed in your previous life. So I found out. I did a little digging, did a little research. Got some comics. Read some comics. And here we are. Here we are in this episode of Panel Riot where I'm gonna talk about the fifty second issues. Because they love the number 52 over at DC. Sure, who doesn't? It's a great number. Almost as good as 37, except not. So I read Batman number 52. Wonder Woman number 52. Superman number 52. Justice League. Actually, I think that one was 50, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 50. The end of the Dark Side War, 50. Yeah. And I skimmed Rebirth. I skimmed it. I didn't really read it yet. Jury's still out. And we're going to talk about these comics that I read. With the eye being uh, what we normally look at. Are they good? Are they interesting? Um, do they do they want to make me read the next one? Which is a, you know, a big step to get back in. Because the next ones are all the rebirth lines. You've got you know Batman Rebirth and Superman and Wonder Woman and so on and so forth. Do they make me want to read the next one? And it's, it's a challenge, because these comics, upon these comics, rest whether I should get back into DC Comics or not. It's a big one, folks, and I'm be honest with you, at this time, I'm pretty sure I also should have read Green Lantern, because I, I, I really, I did, in, I enjoyed Green Lantern a lot, I really did. So I should have read some of that. Jury's still... Okay, Uh, I I won't read it by the end of this episode, but sometime in the future I'll probably read Green Lantern, no matter what my verdict is, all right? That's... That's... That's my promise to you! My promise to you, the listener. I'm going to read Green Lantern. I hope... I hope that you feel safe and comfortable because I'm going to read Green Lantern. That's what I'm here for, to make you feel safe and comfortable and listen to fans and fountains and bongs. Don't forget the bongs. So let's get into it. Let's let's dig right into these comics that I read here. Uh, and we're going to start with the big one. Batman. We are going to talk about Batman. Now, this one, I, you know, what's been going on with Batman? I've been tangentially following it here and there. And um, this issue just kind of seems like a little one-off, you know? It doesn't necessarily seem to be part of a larger storyline, which is fine. And uh, it, it bounces back and forth in time between uh, right after his uh, Bruce's parents were killed. Focuses a lot on Alfred and uh, uh, Bruce Wayne as a child, right? He has this book that he writes in called How to Move On. And it flashes forward to some of his training. And then it flashes forward to the current day. Uh, Gotham City, Tri-Corner, the People's Bank. And uh, Batman is fighting Weird Guy. Uh, Crypsis? He calls himself Crypsis. He's real skinny. He's got big bubble arms or whatever, and uh, he can kind of translocate. He can phase through matter. That's fine, right? Um, He decides to rob this tiny bank, and Batman decides to stop him violently, as Batman is wont to do. Now, Batman here, he's got his new costume, because he's Batman again. We're not talking about Jim Gordon Bunny Batman. We're talking about Bruce Wayne Batman. You know what I'm saying? And I like this costume. I do. Uh, I'm 
I've never been a fan of bright yellow on Batman's costumes, but it works here. It's just trim, it's trim on the belt and trim on the uh, the chest piece, and it's not it's not terrible, right? Anyway, um, I also I I kind of enjoy the uh, the art in this comic. It's real sketchy. Uh, all the figures are real elongated and exaggerated, and it works, especially in the action scenes. The art, incidentally. Uh, is done by Riley Rosum, Rosmo, Rosmo. Oh, uh, pencils and inks, additional inks by Brian Level, uh, Ivan Placentia, that can't be right, and Jordan Boyd do the colors, uh, and James Tinian the Fourth, Tinian. Tin- I don't watch Game of Thrones. He wrote it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so there is a box in this bank. It's like a people's bank. It's it's for the poor and so on and so forth and and there's a a security box that belongs to Bruce Wayne and there's a secret in it. Oh, it's a Bruce Wayne secret. It's that book. It's that how to move on book. Now, uh, a cool theme in this issue is there is the yellow and blue lined paper uh which is passages from the book and it says how to move on. Number 1, disappear. And that's what Batman's doing. Uh, he's illustrating his point. He's being illustrative. Right? <laughs> um, we flash forward to Canada where he's uh, meditating under a waterfall and then back to the present where he's being shot at with uh, 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 some style of machine gun from crazy red and white bubble man. And he's getting shot in the chest and it says, number seven, feel nothing. So, presumably, his new Batman outfit is bulletproof. Good work for him. Well done. Um, the car shows up, and he jumps up on top of it and surfs on it, much like the Arkham Knight video game that came out recently. Uh, and he chases this feller down, right? We flash forward to Bruce jumping out of, plane, out of a plane in one of those flying squirrel suits. We flash back to the fighting on a rooftop. And then, again, back to Bruce Wayne as a child. And apparently Alfred wrote in his little book. He wrote in his little book. He's trying to give him food, and Master Wayne is not having it. He's a little Damien. He's a little jerk. Throwing stuff all around, saying, you, Why did you write in my book? Why would you add that? And Alfred's like, well, you can't use this list to punish yourself. Look at number 45. Don't let anyone else leave me. How on earth is that helpful? Back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. Back to the present. And Batman is beating the crap out of Weird Guy. With a bolo? Bolerang? Bolo? Solo bolo? I don't know. He's gotten tied up, though. Um... Anyway, Alfred wrote something in the book that we don't get to know. And then little Bruce tears it out like a little dick. Ha! <laughs> that wasn't meant to be a Robin joke, but it sure was. Ugh, God. Anyway, he beats the crap out of uh, this guy. And the guy's like, no, this was it. I'm the best. And Bru- and uh, oh, Batman is like, good, look in the book. Let's see what happens. And he looks in the book. And he says, what? This was supposed to be it. I was supposed to be... This was the one haul for me. And he's disappointed, and Batman punches him in his face. Because that's what Batman does. And then we flash back to the cave, where Batman has returned. (laughs) And uh, he hands the book over to Alfred, which might... I think I can't tell if he's a hologram. Maybe it's real Alfred. I don't know, or care. Um, And Alfred's like, no, you taped it back in, and... Batman's like, yeah, I know, it's great, and it's number 52, uh, remember that your parents will always be proud of you, now that is very sweet, and it's in Alfred's handwriting, the rest of that shit was illegible, because it was little kid Bruce Wayne handwriting, before he had any discipline, and he was a piece of shit, just like Damien, I said it. And then we get a nice splash page at the end. He says, and I'll never stop. And he's swinging and he's being Batman. And Batman's adventures continue next month and rebirth number one. And they're going to have to continue without me. Because I am not interested. The art, sure. Fine. It was, it was kind of fun, right? The writing, God, rough. 
the writing, the dialogue, the every page covered in words. Now, I, I listen, I love good dialogue in comics, I love good writing in comics, but, I mean, there's, there's got to be a balance it's it's this is this is a hard thing that I feel like there's this conversation always going on between uh, the writers and the com and the and the artists in comic books and you know everybody has their own opinion and my opinion is they're both equally important and there has to be a balance and this one tips it just a little too much with the dialogue a little too much show don't tell or just tell less and this one kind of fails in that. I am not interested in what happens next to Batman or Alfred or Child Batman or however they want to cleverly winky work 52 into the new comics. Sorry. This one lost me. But maybe maybe next. Maybe in the next segment, maybe Superman, maybe Wonder Woman, maybe the Justice League. Maybe one of those will grab me around the middle and say, hey, it's time for DC Comics again. We'll find out after these messages. I have a word of advice. Every year, colds cause a lot of sickness. Every year, they cause a lot of expense and time lost from work. Always regard a cold seriously. Always treat it earnestly. At the first sign of a cold, take Grove's bromoquinine tablet. Bromoquinine tablets are famous relief for the distress of a cold. Their efficacy has been fully established. Bromoquinine tablets go right to work on a cold symptom. They don't waste any time. They don't pull any punches. They quickly relieve the misery of a cold. They help reduce the fever of a cold. Thousands of people keep bromoquinine tablets handy all winter. Thousands of people depend on them as their relief for colds. No other preparation enjoys greater confidence than bromoquinine tablets. Follow the example of millions, and at the first sign of a cold, take Grove's bromoquinine tablets. Get them at any drugstore, a few cents a box. Ask specifically for Grove's, G-R-O-V-E-S, Bromo, B-R-O-M-O, quinine, Q-U-I-N-I-N-E, Grove's bromoquinine tablets. Yeah, bromoquinine tablets, right? It's cold and flu season, okay? I know I'm running that commercial frequently, but it's on order from the Petri family who also own the Grove Corporation. It Summer colds are a real thing. They are a real thing, and you've got to take them seriously, along with bromoquinine tablets. I don't know what that is. But I'm going to go ahead and run the commercials anyway. We're back and we're talking about DC Comics. Let's talk about Superman, shall we? Superman. All right. I followed Superman through the articles probably closer than anybody else. Because I want Superman to be good. It had, When was the last time you read a Superman? Anybody read a Superman comic and was like, Oh, yeah, Superman. Right? Superman's got a bad rap. He is a character, he's, he's not a character for the modern age. He's a character of his time. The, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you in on a little secret about the song that I use uh, for our theme song. It's called Nobody Likes Superman Anymore, and it's accurate. He's just not, he's not, you know... People these days are into, you know, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead and, you know, this this sorrow pornography constantly. And a character like Superman wanes in popularity because of what, what he represents and because of, you know, who the character is and so on and so forth. And, I mean, it's no wonder that uh, Zack Snyder completely ignored the philosophy of... Superman in all in both of his Superman movies because nobody wants that Superman anymore, right? But I do. Some people do. I want 
I want Superman to be good and compelling and interesting, and I felt like they were headed down that path. With uh, with him losing his powers and, and, and becoming a, a, a more about his character and less about his powers, I guess. More about his, his like godhood status, essentially. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I mean, I should, this should be a more qualified opinion by someone who frequently reads Superman comics. And you know what that means? Well, maybe. I don't know if Jack actually reads Superman comics. He probably doesn't. I know he's a Lantern guy. Maybe Dawn? I don't know. I'm going to have them both on. We're going to talk about DC Comics and figure out what the hell's going on with Superman. Anyway, I read number 52 of Superman. And, I mean, from the first, from the cover, you know, it's bleak. It's it's got a black bar across the top and says, Final Days of Superman. That's not hopeful. That's not hopeful. And there are two versions of Superman. Wonder Woman, Batman, Supergirl, and Lois Lane. Basically recoiling from another exploding Superman. What is happening? And by, for, by by the way, a, a purely petty design standpoint here, um, the logo is the Superman logo, the S, um, and over top of that is a way too drop shadowed words Superman. I mean, and and it's shiny and it's it's all red. Just calm it down, DC. Just just calm it down, okay? So we start with um, on fire Superman choking. Green Vein Superman, who's more, I think, the classic Superman, uh, and then he explodes, and he says, tell them that I'm the real Superman, and then classic Green Vein Superman says, you're not the Superman, you're not the real Superman, and on fire Superman starts punching him, and then other veiny Superman says, no, you're Denny Swan, you were born in North Branch, Minnesota, and he gets shot by on fire Superman. Now, this goes back and forth for many pages. You're not the real Superman. I am the real Superman. Except that I'm on fire and and you're not on fire. And this doesn't sound compelling, but it is. It is actually pretty interesting seeing these two guys fight. And uh, the, the credit, all credit in the world goes to the artist. Uh, Michael Janin. J-A-N-I-N, with Miguel Sepulveda. I'm sure I pronounced that one right. Uh, story and words, Peter J. Tomasi. Colors, Janin and Jeremy Cox. And they did a great job. I love the art in this book. It's it's great. It's right up my alley. It's clean, but it's also kinetic and uh, uh, conveys the action very well. And, you know the the use of color is very well done and it's it's good it's just uh it's all around good art well done so anyway on fire superman beats the crap out of not on fire superman and he gets then he gets attacked on fire gets super, on fire superman gets attacked by supergirl now i have a problem with supergirl she's wearing these boots right classic red boots um with a little yellow trim but there's a hole in the boots for her knees to stick out why what is that accomplishing what are you aiming for there is just little knee windows is it a is it like a cheeky reference to power girl and her boob windows who wants knee windows Apparently DC wants knee windows because that's what Supergirl's got. And she shows up with her knee windows and kicks the crap out of On Fire Superman until she doesn't. What happens next is Batman flies a plane into On Fire Superman. (laughs) Followed closely behind by Wonder Woman who's just kind of hanging out. And when I say he flies a plane into on-fire Superman, I mean he hits him mid-air and crashes that plane into the ground, burying on-fire Superman. Regular Superman is concerned about his cousin, because that's what regular Superman does. Batman gets out of the wreckage, because that's what Batman does. And Wonder Woman runs up with a sword, because that's what she does. 
Uh, Supergirl's fine. On fire, Superman is still on fire because they talk about how he's still on fire underground. He has a little fight with Batman and Wonder Woman and beats the crap out of both of them, and Superman has had enough. He's done with this. He grabs on fire Superman and flies up into the stratosphere. And who shows up? Old Man Superman. That's right, Old Man Superman, who's just Superman in a black suit, like a black leotard with white S and belt, and beard, Old Man Superman, who, now, if if I understand correctly, is the Superman from pre-New 52. So, hey, good to see you, buddy. Sorry, I re- wasn't reading your comic then. Um, probably not reading it now. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> His is Lois and Clark. Anyway, um, he is here to help veiny Superman defeat on fire Superman, and that's what he does. He helps him fly him into the sun. Um, but only to a point, because veiny Superman knows what's about to happen, and he punches old man Superman and says, whoever you are, the world's gonna need you. Sends him back to Earth, because he knows he's about to die, presumably. He grabs on fire Superman, they're all up, rubbing up against the sun, and they shoot their eyes into each other. Uh, fight fire with fire, because, hey, why not? Worked for Doomsday. Wow, that's how he died last time. Or that one time. I don't know how many... He's probably died a lot. Um, Let's see here. Consume his detonation with my solar blast. At the exact moment, both explosions are out of phase. Pray they negate each other, and then I can absorb the energy. And he does! And it looks really cool! It looks really cool. On Fire Superman is gone. Old Man Superman is still falling to Earth. Um, And now now this is convenient, okay? So Batman and Wonder Woman are looking up, right? And then a helicopter lands. Oh, good. And who gets out of the helicopter? It's Steel and Lana Lang, I think. On fire, Superman explodes. Vainy Superman falls to Earth, and uh, Wonder Woman tries to catch him. But she doesn't, because Old Man Superman uh, has already got him. And there's this... It's a, it's a really cool splash page because he's got him and he's like landing on Earth and looking concerned. And then there's Wonder Woman slightly flying above that. And above that is Supergirl with her knee holes, which is just so distracting. What happens now is, um, well, Superman dies, right? And he does it... Uh, he does it in such a way where he can very conveniently say goodbye to everyone that means everything to him because they are all there. They all just arrived. Well done. Good work, everybody. Uh, Steel, and he just it's just him looking to his left and his right and saying, you know, hey, you're great, and I loved you, and hey, you're super. Thanks for being around, and hey, you're a delight. Um, glad you're here, Steel, and Lana, and Diana, and... Uh, and, you know, he's got a moment with Batman, and it, it feels a little weird, honestly, because his final goodbye is with Wonder Woman, because they're dating, and that's a thing, I guess. Um, so, sure, not Lois, but Diana. But they it, it is a very sweet and touching moment, and she says, uh, let go, darling, it's all right, your parents are all waiting for you. And he says, what a lucky man I was. And then he explodes. He explodes and turns into dust, and just his cape is there. His cape, I don't know why his cape is fine, but the rest of his outfit is gone. Um, Batman says, he's dead. There's lots of questions. And Old Man Superman says, which I'll answer at another time. Where will we find you? Don't worry, I'll find you. Thanks for nothing, Dick. That is not a Robin reference. Anyway, a world without Superman, the news goes out, and you see all the different uh, reactions, Lex Luthor and his thing, and long hair guy, and fireman person, and uh, beard guy, and uh, who I think is Jimmy Olsen is thrown, yeah, that's Jimmy Olsen, because he threw a camera through his television just to let you know he is Jimmy Olsen. Uh, And then you get Lois Lane writing a story, Superman, A Hero's Life by Lois Lane, and the text is all blurred because... DC is too cheap to buy a lorem ipsum generator. Look it up. I'm a little interested. 
I like Old Man Superman. You know, it's 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 a good uh, it's a good character design. I'm sure that maybe. Well, actually, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know if this Superman's going to be back or not. Because there's a bunch of other ones. So who knows? It was it was pretty good. The art was good. The writing was uh, was okay. A solid like C maybe like C plus B effort on this one. It was all right. It was all right. Uh, finally, uh, no, I'm 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 not I'm not interested. I'm not going to pick up the Superman Rebirth. I'm sorry, but just no. This this one failed to grab me. The art was great, but the end. Um, so, but there's still hope. There is still hope for a DC resurgence because we still have Wonder Woman and we still have Justice League, and we are going to get into those right after these messages. <sighs> Will, you whining again? Yes. What's the matter? I don't have any good web comics. What? How can you not have any good web comics? I don't know where to find them. We've been over this, Will. Have we? Over and over and over. How many times have I told you? All you have to do is go to soulsworn.com. What's that? What is that? What is it? It is the best web comic, not safe for work, that you will ever read. Not safe for work. Don't go there if you're a child. <laughs> Really? I don't like things. I mean, I I like things that aren't safe for work, and I like webcomics. What's it about? Did you say Soulsworn? Corey! Oh my gosh, Corey's I heard there. you guys talking about Soulsworn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ellis Soul said it's great. a good webcomic. It's a fantastic webcomic. What's it about? Well, do you like sound effects? Yes. Like Donk? I love Donk. And Crunch? Crunch is real good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. then you're gonna love this one comic. Okay. Yeah. Also, is there's it... there's big dog people and crab people and there's spider people and there's chicks that die but don't really die and turn into things and there's children. There's lots of children, but don't let that throw you off. There's also a guy that throws fish. Oh, I love guys who throw fish. Yeah. Like that one Muppet. There are Muppets. Which Muppet is Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't very heavily Muppet inspired. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Juggling, fish juggling French muffin. I, I don't know. I took a lot of acid as a child, I just found out, so <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, he exists. Yeah. What's it called? Soulsworn? Soulsworn.com. Fantastic. Is there action? Yeah. Is there, is there cursing? Corey, is there cursing? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of cursing. Is there... Is there There's a lot of naked people. I don't know why you're whispering about naked people. Well, okay. okay. Soulsworn.com? Yeah, soulsworn.com. Soulsworn.com. And we're back. We're back. And you know what? We're not the only ones who are back. Because after a hiatus, Soulsworn's coming back. Soulsworn is coming back, you guys. I've got it on good authority that probably, maybe, Soulsworn will be returning. The artist, creator, friend of the show, Zeke, uh, had some things to attend to, but there is a, uh, a solid chance that Soulsworn is coming back. But here's the thing. Even if it's not, there's still so much for you to read. Go to Soulsworn.com now and catch up. It's a good webcomic. It's entertaining. It's fantastic. The art is wonderful. Go and look at it right now. And Zeke is a genius. Speaking of Zeke, I read a very interesting comic that was all about Zeke. Even though it was all about Wonder Woman. What? What? That's right. Wonder Woman number 52. Is that right? Is that number 50? Yeah, no. Wonder Woman number 52. So, um creative team let's let's start with the creative team here uh written by meredith finch penciled by miguel mendoza oh sorry um diana ega ega egia egea with juan alboron were the inkers and uh stephen downer colorist now i'm going to start by saying this is a beautiful comic 
It's gorgeous. It's better than Superman, and it's way better than the Batman comic. It's just positively incredible. And it starts with someone's in a case. This appears to be a young girl in a case, and, and Wonder Woman's like, is she okay? And some Olympus guy's like, no, she's fine. Except that she's asleep, right? I don't know. And then she, Wonder Woman whips her head around and says, Where's Zeke? Zeke, where are you? Where are you? You gonna come back, be on the show? Different Zeke. They're talking about a baby. There's a baby named Zeke, who used to be an adult named Zeke, and also, I think, Zeus. Right? If I understand this correctly. And he is being spirited away by who I think is Medusa? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I don't think it's Medusa. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it is. I think, I'm pretty sure it's Medusa. Uh, I don't know though. She's got, uh, she's got green skin and spike head and, and she's lovely, but, um, people throw rocks at her, you know, it's not, yeah, it's gotta be Medusa. She, runs out her S's. She goes, uh, she says, uh, I, simply because of how I looked, monster they named me, and a monster is what I became. This has got to be Medusa. Anyway, uh, she steals this baby, and then Hera shows up, and she's like, ah, haha, I'm gonna take that baby. You know, because it's Zeus, right? And, uh, so they, basically what happens is she says you know wonder woman works for me i've been lying to her and tricking her and and uh medusa's like you're not taking this baby i love this baby from when he was an adult it's weird and his name was zeke it's weird uh and then wonder woman shows up and Hera's all like no she's gonna kill the zeke oh it's hecate hecate H-E-C-A-T-E. Hecate. <clears throat> Listen, I, I, if Don Papuga is listening, I'm sorry. It's just going to take some time. It's, it's just going to take some time, okay? Anyway, so uh, Hera tricks Wonder Woman into fighting Hecate um, because she gets golden lassoed but lies anyway because she's Hera and can do that. Um Hecate starts a ritual to restore the child, but nobody knows she's restoring the child. It's a classic sitcom. Two sentences could clear up the whole episode. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't happen. And Wonder Woman fights Hecate, and it's, you know, good action, good fight scenes. And, you know, the ritual with the baby goes awry, but... um so Hecate's got nothing to live for, so she's fighting like crazy. And then they look over it, and Hera... Hera's clawing at that baby. <laughs> She's all green-eyed and clawing at the baby. And Wonder Woman's like, no, the baby! Right? Gotta save that baby. Gotta save Zeke. Um, And she does. She suits up to her God of War outfit with her horn helmet and her sword and her shoulder pads and uh, feather cape. Is it feathers? Fur cape. Doesn't matter. She looks a badass. And she is gonna stab Hera with her god of war sword um and then uh she does no she doesn't (laughs) no actually no they don't fight Hera destroys the temple uh crashing down rocks and um Wonder Woman basically shields the baby with her own body says I love you Zeke and I will always be here to protect you and then the entire temple crumbles on top of them and then explodes in blue light and what essentially happens is that the ritual worked and Zeke is restored but he's not actually Zeke he's Zeus Zeus is back and he's got big long gross white guy dreadlocks which hey man Zeus is I guess it's his prerogative right um so he saves Diana and doesn't punish Hera she's still his queen and he's still all mostly naked with his white guy dreads, ruling Olympus again. Hecate is uh, doing well. Uh, Diana, is it Di- I can't tell if it's Diana or Hecate who is walking out of a cave with a giant winged dragon worm. Where was that earlier? 
because that would have been interesting. The Cyclopses are freed because apparently they were not freed earlier, uh, and Zola is healed, which is great. I'm so glad that Zola is healed. I don't know who that is. Wonder Woman's sad because baby Zeke is gone. And uh, she says, You were the closest I may ever come to a child of my own. I loved you so much, Zeke. I just wish that had been enough. And that's sad. And this comic is really good. I'm going to level with you. The art is beautiful. The writing is well done. The action scenes are fantastic. I'm interested. I'm into it. I'm into it. Probably. It didn't really tease anything coming up next. Um, but establish the character well, and if it's this same creative team, which it probably won't be, I'm on board. I'm on board. Finally, 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 Justice League number 50, the end of the Dark Side War, and uh, I, we're pushing up against our time limit here, so um, let's just do a quick rundown. There was a thing called the Dark Side War, and it involved a lot of Wonder Woman's people. I'm working off of one issue here, guys, so bear with me. All right, uh, Batman has Metatron's chair and has infinite knowledge, sort of. And Lex Luthor is the new god of Apocalypse, right? Steve, was it Steve Williams or Steve? Ro- it's not Steve Rogers. No, it can't be Steve Rogers. Um, he is imbued with some kind of crazy power. Owl Man is there sure um and then there's a baby that's right there's another baby and he is turned into dark side when a lady picks him up and says shazam backwards four or five or seven times and turns him into big giant grown-up dark side yeah uh some people die and then some people do not die and there's a lot of cool fighting going on. It's this is real like your your standard big crossover event final battle Justice League book. You know what I mean? Just with different dialogue and some characters have different powers. Like I fully expected uh a bunch of the characters to be white lanterns. If you remember Darkest Night, it's that kind of it's that kind of deal. You know what I mean? But it it's I don't want to take away from this. This book is interesting even though I only read one issue of what is probably a big huge arc it's fun it's fun it's it's a bunch of dc uh superheroes doing what they do best they're not monologuing which is you know generally their weakness they're fighting which is exciting you know that's what they do well action at one point apparently batman is stuck in this chair right uh, and he's, uh, he's trying to figure out the, the answer to how to kill big giant dark side. And he's sitting there and he's all slumped over and grabbing his head. He basically looks like me at work anytime. Right guys work. Everybody hates work. Yeah. Anyway, how Jordan shows up and, uh, takes his ring off and puts it on Batman. And then we get green lantern Batman for a little while, which is real cool, but it doesn't last. I think he just gives the ring right back. Cause sure. Why not? <laughs> One of the interesting things, when you get Green Lantern Batman, right? So he's wearing his same outfit, except he's got uh, the Green Lantern symbol in the middle of his bat symbol. His gloves have been turned white. His shirt, just the vest, is green. And his belt has been turned white. Why did it turn his belt white? What what magical powers does the Green Lantern ring possess to take like a tactical belt and say, you know what, let's make it white. And who programmed? Who programmed the rings? I understand they're programmed with, you know, incredible cosmic power. But who was the fashion consultant for the Green Lantern rings? I'm not saying they did a bad job, but I'm just saying that one of the purple skinned giant head guys whose name I forget right now had to look at the ring and say we're going to go with this color scheme. And if it's this material or this piece of outfit, it's going to be this color and this color and this color and so on down the line. They put that in the phenomenal cosmic power rings. I'm just saying, that white belt is intentional, right? Anyway, Owlman takes over the chair and uh, Cyborg is released and then they fight the army of Apocalypse, including Darkseid. And um, there's a final showdown between... Uh, Wonder Woman and I think her sister and I think her mother and uh, basically what happens is um, oh her name's Grail yeah her name is Grail God DC sucks at naming people Uh, she 
blasts energy through her mother into Darkseid and kills Darkseid, I guess? Sure. And it all calms down. And, uh... The sister dies, but then a woman named Jessica Cruz becomes a Green Lantern, which is cool. Always love a new a new Lantern. Let's rock and roll with the Lanterns. And But I do think it's it's interesting how the Lanterns are like, well, it's cool that she's a Green Lantern, but do we need another one? What's about to happen? Let's be worried. And they are. Um... And uh, Big Barda comes back in front of Miracle Man, and she's like, well, I made a pact with the Furies that if we saved you, I'd become a Fury again, and we'll come back together. And Scott's not pleased, and, you know, you can imagine that. Um, And underground, there's a... The baby is a baby again, but is also still dark side, and someone's there going to take care of it. Sure. Uh, Okay. Um, The epilogue to me is very interesting. Lex Luthor still rules Darkseid. He wears a Superman outfit, sure. And the mother box doesn't ping anymore. It makes a sound effect that says Lex, Lex, Lex. Sure. Why not? Um, Batman is in his cave and he brings up a picture of the Joker and the Green Lantern says you ask the chair about who the Joker is. His real name. And Batman says, it doesn't matter. Green Lantern said, oh yeah? What did it say? He said, there's three of them. What? There's three Jokers? Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. And Wonder Woman, in her epilogue, she talks about how there's lies on the island and that she has a brother. They had a child and there was a brother. I think he's a twin brother. And there's a Griffin! There's a Griffin! There's a griffin standing behind her. She has a griffin. Come on. Of course I'm going to keep reading that. I'm on board. I'm on board for Wonder Woman. Jesus. She's of this whole rebirth, New 52, whatever. She has become the most interesting character. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, the Trinity. Wonder Woman. I'm on board. I'm a reader now. I am going to read Wonder Woman until I don't want to anymore. Which is really all you can ask for. And then you get the epilogue uh, where Owlman takes the chair to the moon and gets blown up by uh, 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 Dr. Manhattan. Spoiler? Uh, spoiler. Whatever. We're in the third section. Spoiler. There you have it. There you have it. DC Comics. You failed and then you sort of failed and then you did it. Good work, guys. I'm going to read Wonder Woman. That's it. That's it, folks. And we're going to check in in the future. I'm going to tell you how how reading Wonder Woman has gone. And uh, it's going to be real great. I'm totally sure of it. Because I've never been burned before by DC Comics. Before we close the book on another episode, I have a few things to share with you. First, I would like to sincerely thank you for listening to Panel Riot, the only panel, the only podcast, panel podcast, Riot, in the world with three Michelin stars. And we might lose one after I screwed up that sentence. Ugh. Would you like more? Well, good news, more is available. You can find us at our beautiful base of operations, PanelRiot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. There's never been a better time to become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot. You wonderful, beautiful creatures, please help us out. To that end, our sincere thanks to Ellen Hemmington at Coyotitude, Meredith Staten at Mare Bear Doodles, Tony Garza at The W Revolution, Ed Burke at Ed Burke 37, and of course, the glory himself. Our benevolent overlord at Sorgatron. On a scale of 1 to 10, say it with me now. They are the best. You can find us on Twitter at Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox. You can also follow Internet Sensation and Panel Riot Intern Stan at Intern Stan. You can follow our wonderful sponsor, the Petri Family, at Petri Wine. Finally, Watson finally has his own Twitter page. I said finally again, and I'm going to say it again. Finally, Watson... What's your Twitter name? You're not Watson. Jesus Christ, there's a raccoon in the studio. Do you have a Twitter page? 
No. He's on Plurk. The raccoon the raccoon wants you to follow him on Plurk. Our show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold, including iTunes. You can also head over to panelriot.com and click the link that says most recent episode. Guess what that does? If you are an iTunes listener, and this is important, please rate and review the show. It helps more people find the podcast, and you will get a free sandwich from an unlikely source if you do. Sorry if I said that one already. Also, it's easier easier than ever for the Riot to... All right, let's start that one again. It's now easier than ever to listen to the Riot for Android users. You can now hear Panel Riot on Google Play Music, so go get, go get, go get. I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us at panelriot at gmail.com or head to panelriot.com and click the link that says contact. It does what it say it do. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like. If you enjoy... No, no, we're not going to go that way. We're not going to go blue. He he he. What you think of the rebirth? Are you going to continue reading DC Comics? Are you going to pick up some new ones? Let me know. Thanks for listening, true believers. And remember, life is too short to read bad comics. Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.